We've all heard it. Help. I think my child is ADD or ADHD. And for the American mom today who wants to pack so much into her life, this child can be an incredible disruption. But this child can also be an amazing blessing. We want to talk about the child with ADD, ADHD today. You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J. And I think the American mom does want sort of a high-performance excellent child full of activities and then you have the one child that has that ADD and it affects everybody. It and does affect the whole family. The whole family has ADD. That's, right. <laughs> and you know, I, we can't blame anybody for wanting to have Norman Rockwell home. Right. Uh, the home doesn't exist. It's on a painting somewhere. <laughs> but all of a sudden we have children with different issues and mm-hmm. one of those issues may be ADD, ADHD. Now, sometimes, uh, because we don't handle the behavior correctly, we have children that appear to have ADD, ADHD, and sometimes we make statements like, well, that's just what boys do. That's boys. Boys will be boys, Mm -hmm. and they're running around, and we don't really deal with it. We excuse it, or we blow up over it, but we don't really deal with the behavior. We just devastate the child with Mm -hmm. our attitude. Mm -hmm. So there are times in life when you watch and you see your child is different or functioning different or not quite functioning like other kids. There are times in life when your child is playing soccer, and all of a sudden you see your child is just wandering off looking at clothes instead of playing soccer on the field, or your child cannot stay in the one place he's supposed to stay and he's constantly running all over the field, or he's just a little socially different. Uh, and I want to say, as I probably say every day this week, this was me. This was me growing up, and it's working for me now. It took a while. So you're saying there's hope. Oh, uh, well, if anybody would say being like Bob is hope, let's say there's hope. Uh, <laughs> that we, was the we'd have to, Yes, we'd have to get Rosemary in here, to my wife in here to validate that. <laughs> but what we need to first do is find out if indeed my child has ADD, ADHD, we need to take them to a psychologist to get them tested. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of people that test for that. Mm-hmm. And if this is your child and you're waiting for the school psychologist because it's cheaper, don't. Find somebody to test your child and find somebody and ask them up front. Do you test for this? Is this what you do? Do you understand this? Because I think this is my child. I've observed my child and compared my children to my other children. Mm -hmm. uh, And this is the child that is constantly off on another planet or walking around and poking and doing whatever. And it's not just behavioral because we've set the limits and we've dealt with it. And the child, either this child is unbelievably rebellious or just forgets Mm -hmm. and gets drawn off into other uh, planets Mm -hmm. uh, in the universe. Don't you think, though, there's even a section of people People or parents that they don't have other children to compare to or they just think it is just purely behavioral and they're just not giving it attention? I do think that. And I think they don't want to imagine that there's anything that with their child that has a label that ends with the word disorder, mm. attention deficit disorder. That's a pride blower. It you is know? a pride blower. But wow. You know, I, again, I want to say this. I, My mom, I was challenging in third grade and uh, I, I probably wasn't ready for third grade. So they decided to have me do third grade over and she wept telling me during third Mm. grade over and I wept for about a half hour and then I did third grade (laughs) over and I realized I fit a little better I do fit Mm. a little better okay I'm a little more ready for some of this stuff but I still don't fit completely and I'm still and so uh, the the man I've always talked about that changed my life was my fifth grade teacher Mr. Perna and Mr. Perna realized Bob's the guy we send to the office and I have to give very specific instructions when we're taking attendance to the office or taking some lunch count to the office or taking whatever to the office it's time for Bob to go for a walk and 
giving me these things. And for a long time, you know, I didn't get it for a long time. I thought, how cool is this? No one's ever given me this much attention. Teacher's favorite. Yes, I am. And then when I would take a little longer to get back from the office from normal because I'd stop and there's things to look at and people to talk to and, and you know, kind of, oh, yeah, I got to get back to the whatever. And he, he'd have a consequence for that. And mm-hmm. when he'd send somebody else instead of me the next time, it devastated me. And so I'm getting this game face going and he'd give me these specific instructions and he believed in me and he was counting on me. And no matter what happened, I was always, I knew I was special to him. I was special in a lot of ways in school, but I knew I was special to him. And it was a life changer for Mm. me. Somebody believed in me. And my mom, she would work so hard at not crying and Mm -hmm. crying over this thing. But she believed in me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she believed in me was incredibly helpful for me. But she also believed enough to do something about it. She did something about it. She was a great disciplinarian. And she disciplined with a plan rather than with her attitude. Mm-hmm. I just always felt like she's in my court. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother and I both knew we each one were her favorites. I felt bad for my brother. I'm obviously mom's favorite. And he, you know, <laughs> really? oh, yeah, yeah. We took a long trip together as young adults. And I realized he thought that, too. He's delusional. <laughs> I'm obviously mom's favorite. She's just masterful at the way she handled it. Mm-hmm. But we got this component. And if I look back at my dad, I believe today that my dad was an amazing salesman for IBM. And he did phenomenally well. They took him out of sales for a couple of years and wanted him to manage the New York office. And it didn't work. Mm. The Garden City, New York office. It didn't work Mm -hmm. because that's too much confinement. So he kind of had, is this what, a hereditary uh, thing? Well, they do believe. And again, it changes quite a bit. But with the reports we're getting out of places like NIH is through research, they believe that 50 percent of the people that are ADD or ADHD get this from a family member that it is genetic. And mm-hmm. they do believe they have found the chromosome and they're working on it and whatever. That's nice. I appreciate all that. And for the mom <laughs> that's sitting here now now waiting for her husband to get home, she's in carpool now <laughs> hearing fault. this. Yes, this is your fault. I knew it. You're both disordered. Um, <laughs> end of the day here, it worked for my dad. Mm. And it worked mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, well, it's it's working now for right. me. And uh, it worked for me when I got in the groove of the right jobs mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And my very first, my second job out of college, my first job was working at a bank in bank management when I knew absolutely nothing about banking. Uh, but I needed a job and faked it and waiting for six months for me to get on with the state of Florida to be what they would call back then a youth counselor, where they would give me somebody to find and do a workup on and present it to a judge, which means I was out of the office. I was going to meet kids at, at school if they they weren't skipping school and going to their home and doing a workup. It was perfect. And then go to court and present it to the judge. It was an unbelievably perfect job. And then give a placement. My place, I'm at this one little house in Hollywood called Sheridan House and filled the whole house and begged for the job and begged for the job and begged for the job and finally got the job. Uh, and it was two, it was a set of house parents, me and a secretary. So I was the director and the counselor there. And it was perfect. Uh, because I was messing around with the boys and doing stuff with the boys and meeting with the boys and running group for the boys. And so it was constant Like, like youth pastors and children's ministry exactly directors. Exactly what it was. That's what exactly it is. Exactly what right? it was. It was like, these, jobs. <laughs> like these Liberty University grads who are just <laughs> wild youth pastors. Yeah, they're awesome. And so it worked. And so I think I, I've floated now into a job that works for me mm-hmm. also uh, here at Sheridan House where it's different all the time. And so I can just get so focused and then move on to the next mm-hmm. project. I mean, you walked in today and there were two people that had a one-hour our staff meeting with five people and those two ways you came through my office with me they were sitting there briefing me on the last 15 minutes of the staff meeting for me to be able to say okay that's great let's do this let's just change it a little bit here i didn't have to sit through the staff meeting because uh yeah how much and the funny thing about add adhd is you would think you would need a sedative but it's not true ritalin is a stimulant wow i discovered caffeine in graduate school 
And I didn't even know till my master's thesis uh, was was on uh, what we used to call hyperkinetic, hyperactive hyperkinetic behavior before we gave it the title. That's how far back I go, ADD and ADHD. <laughs> and when they were talking about stimulant, I realized I discovered coffee and caffeine became the thing that, in, in my case, actually calms me down. Wow. So it just works differently for different people. It's changed. And, and you know, a lot of people are wondering, well, do you ever grow out of it? Mm-hmm. And I have grown out of it quite a bit. And caffeine doesn't do the same for me anymore. In fact, I can't drink it after a certain hour of my age because I can't go to sleep at night. <laughs> where I used to be able to drink a whole pot after 9 o'clock at night. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was just fun for me, drinking coffee, and it mellowed me out a little bit. So mm-hmm. it, it's different. But this whole thing is a heartbreak for mom because she's wondering, what can I do? What do I need to do? And, and why is this happening? And, mm-hmm. and how come he doesn't fit? And, we, and do I have to learn how to parent so differently than I was parented? Yes, you know what I mean? somewhat differently. And you have have to learn how to have different expectations. Mm-hmm. And I don't fit into the little mold of sweetly walking to class. I'm the one that gets <laughs> just whiffed off looking at things and running ahead and back and poking and doing all right. these whatever things. And, and she's going to have some meetings with the teacher until she discovers the teacher that gets it. Mm-hmm. And then she, and then again, she's going to have to make the medication decision. And again, it doesn't work for everybody. And again, it's not necessary mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some, it's an amazing, life-changing help. For others, it, it not only does not do good, it does some damage. And you see these children with black circles under their eyes. It just doesn't work for them. It's not your same child anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's working through it with a clinical psychologist who will get you to somebody who can do the medicating part and help you process this mm-hmm. whole issue. But... There are some things mom can do, and okay. we want to spend some time on that. I want to say in this session, the number one thing I want to emphasize is, mom, your relationship with the child is the key. Mm. I so desperately need my relationship with you, mom. Yeah, because the child is going to frustrate mom so much oh. that it could totally damn if it's left to the child or I'm, to circumstances. I'm going to frustrate everybody. Yeah. I need somebody in my court. Mm. I need somebody who gets me. It doesn't mean she doesn't discipline me. It doesn't mean she doesn't have a plan for me. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow we're going to talk about the specifics of the plan. But I need somebody who absolutely adores me and I know it because no I no matter and, what. Yes, and I because I I did much of my effort for my mom. I worked hard to just see in her face, well done, Mm. uh, and hear it from her mouth. So that's huge. Touch is also huge. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't feel very lovable. And so I need touch from her, and I need touch from her, even as she's directing me, holding my face in her little hand as she's sending me down the hall just to get one or two things and and helping me me be successful. Mm -hmm. I I need a lot of touch. I need a lot of love. I need an end of the night. When you finally got me to bed, and typically when you finally get me to bed, typically Typically, it's not true with all all children with ADD, ADHD. I'm going to be asleep in about 60 seconds. I'm exhausted. Right. <laughs> it's exhausting being me. Right. And so typically sit on the side of the bed, rub my back, spend some time, read a Bible passage, pray with me, and again, rub my back and let me know how awesome I am. I, mm-hmm. I need to know that. Mm-hmm. I need to know somebody is investing in me and somebody really, 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 really cares about me. The greatest reward, and we're going to talk about some rewards tomorrow, but the greatest reward is you, Mom. Mm. And I know it's exhausting, and I know what happened here. We don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. We don't really get ADD, ADHD. It, it seems to change regularly some of the things we believe about it. But here's what we do know. It, uh, this child's going to get through. 
But this child's going to get through either feeling very bad about himself or okay and, and great about himself. Mm-hmm. Mom holds a key. Routine holds a key. Discipline holds a key. Structure holds a key. Short-term successes, which we'll talk about tomorrow, holds a key. But mom, as you're frustrated, mm-hmm. be very careful. And it's sort of the epitome of that verse in Proverbs, train up the child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. I mean, it applies to all children. But if you can look at this, this is what I have to to work with with my child. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to find a way to be on this kid on this child's side but also find a way to make life work yes. for him and just walk alongside him in the way he should go because if not he's just going to be going all over the place well, he's going to feel very antisocial and not be able to fit and then fall in with any crowd that mm-hmm. will have him as especially as a preteen and yes teenager. now let me repeat what we said before a high very high disproportionate high percentage of presidents of the united states and ceo lee iacocca type ceos of the world come with the package of ADHD. Mm-hmm. They are high energy. High capacity. Yes, Rosemary. It took Rosemary a long time to get used to the fact that I wake up bolt upright at five <laughs> between 5 and 5.30 in the morning. And this morning I was just up and I'm downstairs. And I mean, I, I don't just wake up. Yep. I am up. There's so much in my brain. Downstairs, fed both her cats while I was starting the coffee at the very same time and emptied the dishwasher while I'm waiting for my coffee on upstairs and going after it. It's just, it's wonderful. I like that about me. <laughs> You like being me. I love being me. I really, I'm my best friend. I love me a lot. But mom, you're going to have to help me with that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think you have a high privilege of of raising this child. And this disorder can become a great benefit Mm -hmm. to this child. Mm -hmm. It will work. And college is tailor-made for this child because it's a class and play and class and do and class and whatever. It's not seven hours altogether. And the combination of coming to Christ and coming to college was just the perfect scenario for me. Mm. I am finally succeeding. But in the process, the motivation to get me to try and the step-by-step process, uh, mom plays an enormous part in Mm -hmm. that. Watching my dad not get it was a a pretty amazing thing in in this whole thing. My mom died when I entered high school. And so my dad took over the management of me, and he just didn't get it. And I remember junior year of high school, we're in seeing the guidance counselors were looking at colleges. And I'm kind of wondering if there's a college anywhere in America that will have me. And my dad says, I want us to apply to Dartmouth. And the guidance counselor is looking across the table at me like, he's serious, isn't he? He wants (laughs) you to apply to an Ivy League school. And I ended up being number 588 in a class of like 12 or 1400, 1200. I can't remember anymore. I was right in the middle. I was not exactly most likely to succeed then. But it became so bizarre when it all clicked that I've had friends fly down to South Florida from Washington, D.C. to ask, what happened to you, man? Because it clicked. It's all working now. It's getting mom passed this Mm -hmm. time. God has made each of us fearfully and wonderfully. And mom plays a huge part in loving and guiding this child with ADD or ADHD through this journey. And we're going to talk more on this topic on tomorrow's Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J. And if you want to hear this program again, share it with a friend or find more resources or listen to yesterday's program or others relating to parenting, you can find that online at parentingtoday.org. There are other parenting books, resources, and more information about Sheridan House Family Ministries on their website, shfm.org. You can also support the ministry financially on that website also uh, if you've been blessed by this program. That website, again, is shfm.org. And we hope you'll join us tomorrow for another edition of Parenting Today.